Bye. This is Girls Overheard, the podcast that's like listening to our group chat. I'm Ash. I'm Ailey. And I'm Lauren. And as always, we have no idea where this chat is going to go. Follow us on Instagram at Girls Overheard if you want to get involved. Hello everyone, happy Monday. Welcome back to Girls Overheard. Why did you throw me off so much there? It's I know. Thursday. It's not Thursday, it's Monday for it's the Monday. listener. Sorry, this is live. <laughs> it's a live day. Who started a diet today? Everyone. Everyone. Because Mondays are the only day that you can start your diet. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, it's meant to be good for you to start um, midweek. And yeah, they say Monday's bad. Yeah, Monday is bad. It's too cliche. Domino's and Hershey's bar. Because then you make, see if you do that, it makes you think that see if you mess it up by Tuesday, then you need to wait to the following Monday. What, just the next day? The week's round. Uh-huh. That happens to me a lot, to be honest. I always feel like if you can get past Wednesday, then you're on a you're on a good streak. Yeah. Wednesday's the hardest one. It's easy to do two days in a row. See, the best time that I ever, like, stuck to dieting, though, was when me and Fraser would do, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, cheat day, Saturday, back on it on a Sunday. Yeah. yeah. I think I would rather a cheat Sunday. Mm, I don't know I, I could get away with just a good dinner on a Sunday like a proper like Same. yeah but then I'm like I want all the gravy gravy oh don't after a gravy chat this morning oh man KFC. Yeah. if anyone's seen that by the way the way they make KFC gravy is the worst thing you'll ever watch sometimes you just need to not know this, these things but if you're trying to diet then maybe you do need to know yeah see what Dave is saying the hot dog situation if you ever watch how they make hot dogs you will not and I genuinely I've never eaten a hot dog since. No. Reading how they make them. And the fact they use like a pressure thing to like get all, every little bit of meat off a chicken's bones. And it's basically like whatever's on the floor. Yeah. Sorry, can I just, there's not a chicken in a hot dog. Yes, there is. There's a mix of fucking everything. everything. It is, a a hot dog is every meat, basically. See, to me though, see a hot dog on a barbecue, it's genuinely a Richmond sausage in a a bun. Like, I don't actually buy hot dogs in a jar because I do think meat on a shelf is wrong. Why is it not chilled? Yeah, so if it's not an actual hot dog, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, but if you're just putting a sausage in a bun, that's fine. It's the the actual, like, rubbery, mushy, uh, Frank Furter. You used to get them in school in a white bag. And it, the bag would almost be like sweaty. Oh, God. And they were delicious. By the way, see the old school dinners were actually so good. Yes. Like we used to get hot dogs, cheese toasties. We used to get potato scones. Rolls and sausage, yeah. Yeah. Yep. A roll and sausage, you never get that now. This was high school though. No, that was primary school. because yeah, roll and sausage at primary school. We did. And then it was like P6 or P7 we got in the new, like, updated thing where it was, like, main meals and all Ed's that. Ed's Lunch Club. Ed's Lunch Club, Ed yeah. ruined it for everyone. And then Jamie Root, Oliver shat on it even more. Oh, Who we is used to Ed? Ha- we used to have turkey Twizzlers. They changed it all up. And I'm sure it was actually after Jamie Oliver did the whole turkey Twizzlers thing, which I was raging about. They were so I good. loved turkey Twizzlers. I did until we found maggots in ours. <gasps> in the school? Mm-hmm. No. And was we that- never went back. I'm telling you. They were wiggling inside the turkey twizzlers. I'm that not joking. What do you want me to say? Horrific. I'm not kidding. That's what the ah, it was disgusting. It was horrendous. Going for school dinners actually used to really intimidate me. Like really intimidate me. See, because pressure. you had the different coloured trays. Even when I went up to high school, we used to have um, swipe cards, and I used to say to somebody, "Can you go up and get me a packet of crisps, and you can get a packet too?" Because I just didn't want to do it. Can I tell you? I actually, see the pressure of getting the lunch tray, standing in the line waiting for your turn to be served, barking your order at the person serving you and then taking your tray along to then pay for it. That was just us in training for Aldi and Lidl. Yeah. 
We were basically apprentice. Yeah. I was in little shoppers. They knew it was coming. Age 10. See, when I think of the toasty queue, it used to be a tiny little window in my school. And I'm t- but see, when I talk about it was a crush, like everybody was just on top and all you could hear was like, cheese and tuna, cheese and ham, cheese and oh, chicken. Oh yeah, because they shout it so aggressively, don't they? And then people would just go and steal your toasties though, but I can actually still <laughs> taste them. I can Delish. still taste them. The best toasties ever. Bit dry, but good. Can I tell you what we used to do? Go down to Greg's. And it would be 32 pence for a sausage roll. What? Economy has That's shifted. how much it was. 32p for a sausage roll. Everyone used to go to the wee shop at mine and they used to get micro noodles with curry sauce. Micro noodles? So healthy. Uh-huh. For ad school, they all went down and used to get a three in one. Do you used to go to the Chinese chips, as well? Cheese and curry, that's a three in one. Aha. Uh-huh. Chips, that cheese and curry so sauce. Nice. We never had anything like that near the school, just like a wee roll shop basically, but... Yeah, Andy said that a lot of them would go and get a Chinese every lunchtime. Or a chippy. Every, How bad is We that? had a chippy that you had to run to. Yeah, we it had was, that as It was the best. Pizza crunch supper with curry sauce was absolute bliss. I feel like it got to a certain point in, in school though where you just stopped going for lunch and you would go to the van, get a packet of crisps and then you would just go around the corner and like me, I would just have a ha- fag. Have a fag. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to just save up. My, I used to get £2 a day. That Basically, when you think, what could you even buy with two quid like for your lunch? I used to get £2 a day and I would save it up and that would be like my weekend. Your booze. Money. Was <laughs> it? Ah. Life was so simple back then. But I lived so near the school that I used to save the money. My mum would give me money to go and buy lunch and then I would go home at lunch to get something to eat. And she never clicked. I'd she must have just thought you were buying what sweets you or something. She's been a little bit stupid. <laughs> get myself a wee tenner. Anyway, what about us acting like we're hungover this morning? Because we're at Disney oh, night. Get, get, get the coffees in and the rolls because we are rough. <laughs> never, never get into half nine last night. <laughs> to be fair, we were out the night before as well. And I just feel like I, I can't. I can't do that much, like, socialising anymore. Know, what time are you out? Tell me They talk about your social battery. It's like half eight. Half eight. How much has life changed, by the way, when it's like, oh, I've been out two nights in a row. But then I'm up for an hour six hours after that. I know. Yeah, exactly. we know that. That's, that's, that's the problem. Is the issue for you. It's not the nights out that's the problem. But it's Lauren's new addiction. Can we just say Lauren actually has know. a new way of life now? It's practically become your religion it has it's the walking dead it is and i just i'm so obsessed if anybody knows daryl dixon normal norman remus please pass him my number i honestly think if you were to just do a trial week of going to bed at half nine i could do it it would change your life i couldn't jack goes to bed at half nine it's so good for you though i know i know it's such a difference right see if i'm going to the podcast i will go to bed earlier the night before because i know if i go to bed at like half 11 or 12 I will have no chat in the morning. He's like, I need to save myself for the girlies uh-huh. tomorrow. I'm on vocal rest. <laughs> but actually, I feel like if you can't chat in the morning, sometimes I'll just sit here like silent if I've had a pure late night. It's it your social battery. Uh-huh. You can recharge your batteries. Yeah. I think literally. I genuinely really want to do it. Just like, I want you to do it as an experiment for us. But and you then guys back. recharge with sleep. I recharge with binging TV. No, I actually brought my glasses because it gets to like half one-ish and I'm like, my eyes hurt. And I have to do that whole thing of like, look to the left, look to the right, look up, look down to almost like try and like moisten them. I just don't know oh, how they can actually fall asleep. I, I don't, I wouldn't have the choices up to two in the morning because I would, I would just fall asleep. No, I can't. On I, my feet. I, I would, I was up till three the other day. The fuck? You basically, baby, you should just go nights out. You have a whole other I life. Should, that is basically, she's clubbing. I can't drink She's She is clubbing. You are. <laughs> That's in a the proper morning. night out. I know. I was like, oh my God, isn't it on ice? <laughs> Which by the way was so good. It was, good. It was so that. lovely. I actually need to look through all my videos because I took quite a lot. No, the music trying... makes you emotional. Uh-huh. But what was the one that I liked? The It was Ariel. Ariel was beautiful. You don't realise how much that, like, 
it is. It's emotional. It makes you want yeah. to cry. It takes you back. That's uh-huh. why it makes you remember what you felt like when you were like six watching that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did love when that. When he was like 14 watching that. Exactly. <laughs> hell. Marcus is, this morning going about with his wee wand. Like he took his wand on the school run and he was like, oh. I want to take this up to grands. He was pure buzzing. That was the girls as well. And I was like, why are you being that kid that walks in the playground? Like, look at what I've yeah. just got. Ask me about it. Ask Let me where they, they came tell from. You. <laughs> One of the wee girls actually came belting from the other side of the playground. She's like, Nora, did you go to Disney on Ice? She's going tonight. So Nora Aww. was like prepping it up for what she was in for. Oh, that is so, so cute. So it was good. But yeah, Ariel was my favourite. And when they all did it together, like those wee guys that were on the, is it Segways? Uh-huh. That was mental, by the way. Wow. Yeah. Not Segways. What do they call? Hoverboards. Hover. Uh-huh. Is that hover? Yeah, oh, I Segways are on the, the handle. This was handleless. And they were on hoverboards on the ice. Do you, do you know what? I was thinking, how many different skills do you have to have, right, to be able to do what they're doing? 100%. You need to be mad. like, a, not even just a figure skater, which in itself is amazing, right? But you have to also be like a performer. Some of them are also like, what, what's that called when they hold on to the big rope and it's like spinning them round? Yeah, like the aerial Acrobatics, uh-huh. basically. I know, but I have that like main character syndrome where I was looking at that going, that looks piss easy, I want a shot. No, I, I was looking at it going, that looks so freeing and oh, lovely. Yes. I guarantee that's dead painful. No, do you know what it would be? be? strenuous. You, uh-huh. you think, right, that you can pull yourself, like I've done this before, you think you can pull yourself up and it would be easy and see when you try to do it, you're like, I actually cannot. Like pulling your whole body weight up is so hard. Yeah, but they weren't actually just holding on. The ropes around their back, so they're like No, suspended. there was a bit where Ariel... I would have slipped and died. Ariel was holding on at one point. <laughs> See, that was, I was looking at it going, if that was me up there, I'd go... There would be a weird part of me that would go, wonder what would happen if I just let just go of one it. hand. Just fucking do it. This is what do they call that again. It's like impulsive Intrusive thoughts. Intrusive thoughts. My intrusive thoughts would come into action and that ice would be red. Do you get that? It'd be a murder scene. I actually get that all the time where you go like, don't, don't think that, don't think that. And do you know my most common one that I get? And I actually told Andy this the other day. See when I go into the bathroom, right, to brush my teeth and I look for my toothbrush. See when I see a razor. I can't <laughs> help but imagine brushing my teeth with a razor. I don't think it would do anything though. I just, well, I just imagine all the wee cuts in my tongue. I actually imagine just, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> my brain just goes, imagine brushing your teeth with that. <laughs> I also get it and I actually have to like retrain my brain not to do it and I've told you this before I'm sure but see the thought of like fabric touching your mouth or your tongue no yeah. do you ever get that see no, sometimes she gets that with putting on clothes if Hayley puts a t-shirt on sometimes she thinks about like what would happen if my tongue stuck out a wee bit it's like if I've got a polo neck on or a scarf that's near my mouth I go oh my god imagine that got in my mouth <laughs> My main interest of thought that I get is holding the steering wheel and thinking, what would happen if I just went, Bleh! I know, and done a 360 with the steering wheel. What's wrong with you guys? That's what I always have that. I don't really get it when the kids are in the car, more like when I'm with my own thoughts. Lauren doesn't get this because her brain's barely functioning on four hours sleep. <laughs> you'll start you'll start doing your half nine bedtimes and then come in like, oh my God. You guys were right, my brain's on overtime. That's called, maybe I'm too well rested. <laughs> our brains are bored. They're looking for ways to tire themselves out. That's it. You need, to get, you need to get on something fun. What I have watched recently though was last night. I was what? up a wee bit later 
I watched the Stephen Bear Georgia Harrison thing. I'm so annoyed that I never watched that. I haven't Have watched not, it yet. Well, can I just tell you something, right? It's a good watch, but what I'll tell you is everything you've seen online is everything you'll see on the program. Yeah. I don't think there was anything on that. And this is the problem with TikTok now. It's the problem and it's also a blessing sometimes is it condenses things down so much yeah. for you. You yep. don't even need to watch the actual documentary. But basically, if anyone hasn't heard of this, he basically... Do you know what's happened with the, the recording? No. Well, right, tell, tell, me what happened, yes, right? tell me what happened. So the recording is, they were seeing each other, had been on, they could have known each other from being on reality TV. Mm-hmm. Then they went on something called, I think it was called The Challenge. It was an MTV thing. Kind of across between like Big Brother, Love Island, and then like a kind of like adventure type programme. Obviously got to know each other, both from the same area. And then he phoned her and said, I'm moving into a house it's across the road from where you live and she's like no way we'll see each other all the time got friendly then started seeing each other for a little bit and her mum was like oh my god she really likes him but he's a bit of a dick basically yeah. but it always makes her laugh and she can see why she likes him whatever else um, anyway that was fine then they broke up I think he'd like kind of there's a few things that he'd like kissed a friend of hers on a night out mm-hmm. and she found out about it when they were together and then like things like he was meant to stay on holiday when they did the second like the kind of reunion of the MTV show he was meant to come out and stay for a holiday and then just ditched her. Like things like that. That yeah. She's like, it's pure unforgivable stuff. So they fell out. But then one time, it was like a year later, he said to her, why don't you come round and we'll just like, we'll just have a, ca- a catch up kind of thing. Just see what's happening, whatever. So went round, end up sleeping with him in his back garden. So it was like at the corner of his back garden on a sofa, like rattan style like thing. You can see because it's all blurred out, right? And he went like that to her. Oh shit, I think that's been caught on my CCTV. And she went, you Did better be fucking joking. being in the garden? Did she say I that? I think so. She never specifically said that, right? But at this point, he's on OnlyFans and he's doing like yeah. bits and bobs like that. Not to be sexist. Do women pay for OnlyFans as well to watch guys? Apparently so. Do they? Mm-hmm. There's nothing I can imagine worse than watching a big no, fucking veiny dick being wanked off. Yeah, no, and I don't know if he's playing with other people in it though at that point. Yeah, so anyway, it, yeah. he was doing, he didn't have his girlfriend at that point. So anyway, there's, he said, oh fuck, I think that's been caught in my CCTV footage. And then she went, you better, you better delete that. And then he's then forwarded it on a friend. And she went, what have you done? And he was like, oh, it's fine, he won't pass it to anyone. What a and she's like, are you fucking joking? Like, so she, that way he was going, stop being so ridiculous. It's not a big deal. Like it's not, it's not a big deal. You can hardly even tell it's you, all that kind of stuff, right? To make her feel like she was overreacting, right? Uh-huh. They said she left and she was raging. She was like, make sure that never goes anywhere else. Like I'm like, she's obviously real upset about it. But she said at the time, like he was pure gaslighting her to make her feel as if like she'd done something wrong. Yeah. The fact it was outside and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, it was then like nine months later, right? It had been going about a few WhatsApp chats locally, like in Essex. So a few people would say, oh, by the way, do you know that there's a video of you and Stephen Bear having sex in his garden? And so-and-so's got it in their phone and that person's got it in their phone. And no matter how many people pass that on, the instigators obviously came from him. Yeah. Right? So then it was like ages later, she told him, you better get that deleted. That's revenge porn, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to take you to jail for that. Like, I'm going to put you to jail for that. I'm going to take you to court. Like, it needs to get deleted now. Then it ends up getting uploaded onto his OnlyFans. So he did it, obviously. This is after it already then at this point went viral because mm-hmm. there was somebody who really loved to see this MTV show. She said she had like a fan on Instagram who said to her, I've just seen a video of you and that guy that was on the challenge, I'm sure it was called, on like a website, it's been passed to me and it's definitely you. Do you know about this? And she was like, oh my God, can you please tell me where it's from? She then put a thing on her Instagram saying, if anyone has heard of a video about me and Stephen Bear in his garden, can you please send an email to 
and put her mum's email address. Yeah. Her mum then got like over 500 emails. Oh my God. Right. I've seen it. Now, whether that's also been a bit of advertising, right? Because now sometimes when you're at that big of a celebrity, you've got, mil- you've got 2 million Instagram followers, right? Yeah. At that point, if she's telling people there's a video, people are then going to start looking for I it. I know, but then she's also like, what other options she got? Exactly, right. So she's then managed to find out a few different websites and see the fact that this particular follower was from America. She's like, I now know this is like... Everywhere. It's everywhere. It's out of control it's at that point. out of every bit of control, right? And she's like, what the fuck did I do? So she obviously seek legal advice, whatever. See, after that, after it went viral, Stephen Bear was like in Dubai, apparently like in the same kind of area that she was in, like laughing and joking, having a pure good time, like kind of almost slandering her online, saying like she's a pure drama queen, saying their voice notes. Yeah, I heard the voice notes, but he's just like, oh, you're, you look like a fucking... Idiot, you're just an attention seeker and all that. Yeah, have fun with your pals, getting this bit of attention, all that kind of stuff. And then it was like a couple of months later, even though this already went viral, he's uploaded it onto his OnlyFans and he changed his OnlyFans subscription from £25 to £50. So he made a fortune probably. Right, so it was like 70, 70 something grand that he'd made from people going on and signing on to his OnlyFans on this particular time. So Georgia Harrison then got in touch with OnlyFans uh-huh. and managed to get his account blocked because obviously it was sharing that. But by that point, it's too late. People can screen record, record off phones. Yeah, like it's, yeah, done. it's seen. The that is, is the done. thing with anything like that is once it's been sent to one person, it's out there. Do you know what I mean? You can so never, scary. ever get that back. That's what she said. She's like, I feel violated. Like she said, and the thing is, it all comes down to consent, right? Because it's not illegal to film someday. It's not illegal to Without make porn. It is, but it is as long as, as long as they're consenting. But it's then trying to prove that. Um, and the fact that he was already involved in that industry like she was worried that they were then going to say you knew what you were getting into like how are we to know that that wasn't a setup what, was or she whatever? involved in that industry no he was right okay in fact, he was already involved in that industry and she's getting involved with him Aye, but if she's not getting any money from it yeah that is but enough the, for her to prove it like why would i do it if i wasn't benefiting from it exactly but then they could say it was like a, a, a controversy thing but apparently at this point right and we know what it's like obviously doing social media for like a living brands wouldn't touch her at that point yeah, yeah. because all this and you think that is so scary like she obviously sued him for like lost earnings and that's what she's going for now but yeah. he's, in, he's in jail it's so and so apparently scary. have you seen that he's apparently been crying like a baby for three days because he yeah. never thought he was getting put in jail i just found it so satisfying to hear his voice note where he's going you're gonna look fucking so dumb you're gonna look so dumb trying to take this to court and blah 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 and then the next article was say, was saying how upset he is in jail because he just never thought he was going to get in jail it's madness that's what you get he's never going to get caught see that uploading it to OnlyFans right so apparently his defence of that is I had someone that was managing my social media for me paid them to do it like I used to pay them for editing all my clips like fucking hell can you imagine editing his his pornos editing all the clips and all that stuff and she apparently uploaded the video and he said, I didn't know she was going to do that. Oh, bullshit. Absolute bullshit. The fact that he knew that that was hot at the time, like everyone was talking about it mm-hmm. and whatever. And he knew that he had the source for that video without having to have people searching for it. Of course, he knows that we're going to like have loads of traffic going over at his page. Do you not think he's always had pure red flags about him? Oh, from always. Day one. Even it's Big the Brother. Way, uh-huh, and it's the way he speaks to girls and it's how he talks about... He's, just, he not he's got with, no respect for anyone. Was he not... Who was it he, he was with? Was it Charlotte from Geordie Shore? Lacey. 
the girl Lacey that used to go out with Gaz. Where did he start again? Was it X on the Beach? No, he did. He used to. I'm X sure he used to go out yeah. to Charlotte for George. X on the Beach well. was the first one. Yeah, he did. Because he did just tattoo of us. Aye, that's right. That's right. So he's always been involved in some kind of like presenting reality TV, whatever. But see, even when you look back on Big, his episodes of Big Brother, yeah. his behaviour was very like narcissistic, gaslighting. Yeah. People would have loved all that. Gaslighting's the main one. That's that his, that, he is the absolute pinnacle of what gaslighting is. Uh-huh. Like he does that thing where he totally winds people up. Up. And then when they're raging, you'll go like, "Oh, calm down. There's no need for you to be upset." Like, and I'm he's just also saying, got a pure good sense of humour. Yeah. So he ropes people in that way because yeah. people think he's a, such a laugh and all he's that. Just trying to be, trying to be funny, uh huh. I feel like I've known somebody like that. Do you know that it was at school? There was a guy that was like that. That was just overly. There's always guys like overly that. nasty to girls. Do you know that way? Yeah. They just the it's that exact personality type. Tiny Bobby. <laughs> wee man syndrome yeah literally that is what it I is I want to watch that programme though what it is, is it on is it ITV ITVX but do you know what her mum god love her like she just has been so good to her the whole time and just like really imagine having to helpful. tell him to that but she had to move back into her mum's house because she's like I wasn't earning any money yeah she literally went from earning money to having they no income they should give her all the money from that video first of all 100% and he's probably not got it anymore that's no, the thing well why was he showing up to the court and a uh, Rolls Royce and all that because he's not he's, got it anymore he's, but he's like, a showman he's not that's not he rented him. that do you not know Aye, this he's probably still paid a fortune to rent it Aye, he's probably paid a fortune but he doesn't own all this shit he no. puts on a total front but the whole thing is with playing devil's advocate here he's literally getting he's getting all this exposure he's getting exactly what he wants no he doesn't want to be in jail though for two he years he doesn't want to be in jail be but in jail he's He's yeah, getting, still, that's a long time. Yeah, but once he's fucking calmed down and put his big girl pants back on, I'm sure he'll like... I don't think he'll get any work when he comes out, but I'm sure he'll go straight back to OnlyFans. He'll go straight back to OnlyFans because brands won't touch him now. Brands won't want to be associated with that. And I think anybody that does would receive the backlash. Yeah. Unless he comes out and he's like, oh, I found Jesus and... Nah. I think he, I think he could potentially come out of a form character, no? Nah. A, a year in the jail could do a lot to somebody. No a believer way. that a leper can change their spots? It depends what it is. Do you? Like I think but not somebody like I don't it. think somebody like him can completely go a full 180. I do think if you're like early 20s and then you get to like a, a, a man or a woman in their early 20s versus somebody in their 40s would look back on their 20 year old self and go, oh my God, I can't believe uh-huh. that's, the, that's the way I used to but think. Do you know why that is? Right, this is what I think is so important. So see when you're in your like between 18 and 21, right, there's actually a bit of your brain that develops. It's like your front cortex or something like that, right? Ooh. That is like your decision. I think it's like your consequences kind of bit of your brain. It's like an actual fact that your part of your brain isn't developed properly at that point, right? So see how that way that when you look back and stuff and you go, oh my God, why was I so unaware of like what was happening around me? It's like that. So I feel like if you're doing things before the age of like 21, then that's why. Yeah, you're a different person when you're older. But Stephen Bear's in his 30s. Yeah. At and that point, he's, he's kind of set in his ways. I just yeah. can't see him being any different. It's absolutely mental. And it's crazy as well, actually, because see, really, he could have had a really good career in presenting. So he's quite larger than life and all uh-huh. that kind of stuff. He could have just been in that. But it wasn't at what point did he? At what point did he decide that he was just going to feed into this villain side of him yeah. and make that his whole personality? Like, Because there were probably were parts of him that were good and a laugh and all that kind of stuff. Like, At what point did he go, do you know what, fuck this, I'm now larger than life and I'm going to just do whatever I want and uh-huh. be really nasty. Like, that's what he's like. Creepy. Because girls will be creepy. falling at his feet left, right and centre. Well, he's got a girlfriend who apparently he's now proposed to. Two days before he went to jail, he proposed to her. Wild. Absolutely wild. Wild. Anyway, good on her for sticking to her guns and also the fact as well is that all the, the police officers and everything were all on her side. Yeah. Very much so. And even the way he was speaking in court apparently was like horrendous. 
telling like the people who are cross examining him like women just go and sit down like speaking yeah, to that's, the women like that's that. the problem that, I feel that's like there's, got to be an, there's got to be an issue there but like, like a that, personality yeah. disorder or something honestly. or some form of trauma or something because yeah. surely you're not just that much of a narcissist for no reason see if that was your son you would be ashamed eh? 100% so ashamed anyway this is this has got pure deep I know spice it up a bit Ailey right let's go into the DMs always a good way to start not something that's happened this week to me, but a funny story that happened in my past. I used to work for Tesco Bank in the call centre years ago and it was my first night in, on the phones after my training. So my first phone call came through and it was a wee old lady putting in a complaint. I was like, okay, kiss. <laughs> I was like, okay. Next minute she starts gassing about how she wasn't impressed with her two rump steaks. She was talking that much I couldn't get a word in edgeways to tell her she would need to call the store. Eventually she stopped talking and I said, I can't help you, this is the bank, but I can give you the number for the store. And she went, but if you're the bank, you can give me my money back. And I had to explain <laughs> that it didn't work like that. Honestly, I had to mute my phone the amount of times I was dying of laughter. I also had a manager co-listening to me in case I needed extra help and he was the same howling at this nutter rant. <laughs> about a steak all I can say is what a new what a good way to start a new job Aww. that is amazing call centre life by the way oh, is man. actually some laugh so funny especially when you try and get one of your colleagues to say like a word in their sentence yeah you'll There's just throw so something many in. things like that by the way like you just don't have a see when you phone you have no idea what's actually going on the amount of times that we used to be like right I'll just have a wee look and I'll pop you on hold and then you would just sit and chat for ages you horrible people <laughs> that because you never ever got a break it was like pure social battery like draining uh-huh. you never got a break to just compose yourself and sometimes honest, you'd be like right your words that would just fall out your mouth sometimes I would actually put people on hold then forget I'd put them on hold then go back and go <gasps> 28 minutes yes and then you go back <laughs> you go back and you say good morning welcome to blah 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 and you start you think you're starting a new call and oh then you man. go, oh, I'm so sorry. I was just, um, I've had that so many Ailey, times. do as an intro. You don't need to see the company. Say girls overheard. Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, I never used to speak to customers, right? So I would speak to like people, other people in the call centre. So I used to go, good morning, underwriting, Ailey speaking. Always the exact same way every single time. Underwriter. Underwriting, Ailey speaking. That's what I used to say. I, li- I like that but, intonation <laughs> at the end. But do you know what? I don't know if I've ever told you this, right? So everyone would say their own new version of that, right? And there was this one character from England, right? And she had, everyone knew who she was, right? Because she used to speak so fast and she was so animated, right? So everyone was like, oh my God, I'll give her another name. Didn't you give her another name? Why would I? Give her her name. Her name was Lou, right? So everyone knew if you get a call from Lou. It's not not a very generic name. Sorry, Lou. (laughs) Everyone was like, oh my God, have you got Lou? So everyone knew who she was, right? And she used to be like, one of the girls sitting next to me was like, why does she always call me Team Karen? Like, she'll, she'll be like, oh, thank you, Team Karen. Thank you, Team Karen. And we used to be like, why is she calling you that? She's like, I don't, I don't know. And then one day I clicked and I was absolutely gutting myself. It was because Karen used to answer the phone and go, underwriting team Karen speaking. (laughs) (laughs) So Lou had nicknamed her team Karen. (laughs) Because she thought she was going, underwriting team Karen speaking. (laughs) Because you would say, underwriting Ailey speaking. I used to go, underwriting Ailey speaking. She'd be like, underwriting team Team Karen Karen speaking. (laughs) Hello team Karen. There was no apostrophe for it to be a wee breath. I know. But there was so many people that used to like just I don't know it was some laugh there was some good memories overall I feel yeah, like I it's a right of passage so funny you need to just go and get get the experience because it's Mine's worth it mine was always just a sure you can pop your wee card in now <laughs> pop, oh, your, pop your wee card, card in. in that's the worst 
Can I go for the confession? Oh yes. A few years ago, I lived with my boyfriend of nine years, who I found out was a massive serial cheat and confronted him. And when I say serial cheat, he was messaging girls when I was in labour with our child. He made our three kids and myself homeless and moved his new girlfriend in. I should have mentioned I, I half owned the house, so still had keys, obviously. So five months later, I went in to pick up some posts and spotted his girlfriend's hairbrush. I picked the hair out using the kitchen roll to protect me from her skank hairs and Savage. stuffed it in the plug in the bath, turned the tap on, not so fast, but fast enough so that it was slowly filling the bath up all day, <laughs> locked the door and left. He hasn't a clue I'd been there. I later seen in Facebook him looking for multiple workmen, one being a plumber, as his bathroom was flooded and the drain was blocked with hair. I paid for all the flooring, so why should he get to keep it? Oh my god, she is an original. By the way, that wet was... bandit. Uh-huh. Can I tell you? <laughs> she is a wet bandit. Love that. She should have done more. Harry's her calling card. <laughs> Do you also have like a kind of weird shape in your face, a bit like an iron? <laughs> and it's your name, Marv. <laughs> it's almost like she's pure planned that way for the girl, scant girlfriend's hair. Just in case there's a DNA trace. Literally. Blame your bird. So good. Blame your bird. Also, you're definitely somebody who watches True Crime because that there yep. is somebody who knows their shit. Can I just say the girlfriend must be a pure skank because if there was that much hair to block the plug, uh-huh. that's disgusting. Oh my god, are you are you hairbrush shaming me now? <laughs> is yours covered? A wee bit. That's fucking disgusting. Clap bag. But remember, it's me and Ella. We've got, we've got this luscious dark hair. <laughs> fucking By the way, have you seen that girl who's been saving like all her hair yes. to come out? She now has like a full head of hair. It's been like two or three years or something like that. What is she going to do with it? But what is she going to do with it? Is she? Probably. Is that her plan? Like, you can make a wig from that. Maybe from a clump of hair. No, it's not a clump. Though. No, it's not a clump. So she basically gets all the individual hairs and lines them all up and sticks them on like a. It's like double sided tape, uh-huh. isn't it? I mean, that's cute. If if she's going to donate it, that's I nice. I thought she was making herself a wig. Just if like a she's backup. just doing it for fucking TikTok clout, it's fucking weird. <laughs> Imagine having a big hairy wall. I know. Oh, come and see my hairy wall. He's like, that right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing it Come on. Oh, this is a dilemma. So I'm due to get married in July. Hen weekend is booked for May and we're making the most of it and going for a five day trip to Spain with five of the girls. Everything was ready to go until I got a text from my maid of honour to tell me that they had a situation. One of the girls, my sister-in-law, has now changed her mind and decided to come after all. Only she's booked up her own room at the same hotel with her family. She said she couldn't justify going abroad just for a hen, so they've incorporated it into their family holiday and she'll split her time between the hen party and the family. I can't believe it. It kills the mood completely. They're staying at our hotel and now I've got my nieces and nephews at our pool during the day when I'm meant to be drinking and partying with my friends, not to mention my fiancé's brother. No. It's made me so angry, but it's too late to change anything. That's no, that would annoy me. That would actually annoy me. And How I feel are like people this so stuff, unaware? See that? I know we're usually like on the side of like, oh, but maybe they don't mean it that way. How can you not realise that that's going to kill the mood? Uh-huh. How can you not realise that they're meant to be free? Not that they're doing anything wrong, but, but you're not a Hindu. Yeah. You want to just be like yourself, have a laugh. You don't want to be like watched by your brother-in-law. Yeah. Like no that's way. That's even just a rule of like, if it's someone else's night, you can't bring friends that yeah. they don't know and like you kind of have to check the tone to ask uh-huh. I don't check even think it's a bad thing that she's saying I'm going to just do it as a family holiday we're all just going to go but I'm coming in the nights out I yeah. think fair enough if that's you were staying elsewhere different hotel then 100%. don't come to our hotel why are you bringing your kids oh, imagine the them all trying thing. to hang at the 
at the pool and they're like, Auntie Sandra, can you come in the pool with me? I know her mum. <laughs> mum. No. Oh, fuck no that. way. She's selfish, but with good intent. Yeah, she's probably See, like, I don't, I don't want to miss out. Oh. Uh-huh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to miss out. I want to make sure that I'm there for you. But yeah. also, here's all my baggage. That yeah, is mum guilt of, I can't spend this money on myself. I need to spend it on everybody. But somebody else's time's getting ruined. Get to fuck. Yeah. I think you really, oh my God, I would have to say, listen, I'm so sorry, but we're not going to be able to chill at this pool because your family's but there. What, what are they supposed to do? Have they booked it already? They're going to need to go and have like day trips at other pool, pool Who bars. Who's the, who's the sister-in-law here? So, but basically the, the, the family is the bride's brother-in-law-to-be and his missus. Uh-huh. So she, the, the girlfriend. It's are, the equivalent is, of like, it'd be like Fraz brother's girlfriend. That's exactly what it'd be like. Why can't the fucking husband's mum or something like that say something? Wait, is the sister maid of honour? Is that what she said there? No, she said the maid of honour was just, I think the maid of honour is just organising it. Well, tell your maid of honour if I can tell her yeah. she's been a dick. Go and sort yeah, it out. I think, I think somebody else is going to need to say, listen, I don't think you've thought this through. Yeah. You can't be bringing the kids around when we're having like a girls. Either that or the hen party need to arrange that you are out every day. Every day. Every day. You're at, That's like, the maid of honours, Jerry. Where, then where going. are you going on holiday? Like, where are you going? Because usually, like, say, for example, if you've got Tenerife, there's like Kaluna Beach. You can uh-huh. go there for the day. It's like a pool bar, all that kind of stuff. You She'll come rocking up with places. the wings in the straw bag, like, hi! Uh-huh. Adult only, by the way. See, going forward, anyone who's going on hen or sag does, adult only hotel. Oh, oh, yeah. I feel like that's an unwritten rule. Oh, adult absolutely. only. Right. Who wants the fucking kids? club when you're trying to Fuck down yeah. your Prosecco Absol- I don't even want to take my own fucking kids Lord of me she says it all the time rant I went out for dinner with a friend and our new partner and throughout the dinner it became clear that he knew all my business including funny stories about guys I've seen in the past shut up I don't even know this guy but it seems my friends told him all my deepest darkest secrets at one point he even mentioned being in the room while me and her had had a conversation on speaker where I was venting about another friend. I couldn't even hide my anger. Uh, just because he's your boyfriend doesn't mean he's entitled to all my secrets. Don't be annoyed at the guy, be annoyed at the girl. Absolutely. Do you know what this is? She's prettier than our pal and our pal's trying to warn. Oh, This yeah. is what she's doing. She's so. Yes. Imagine, yeah, yes. That is a thing. That is exactly that is it. She could be like... She's oh, telling him everything so that he can't be intrigued about her. That's an insecurity thing. It is, she's constantly the book. You're so right. But is it that? Or is it that they've got no chat and the other pal's got pure funny stories? So she's like that. Wait, mm-hmm. I tell you about my pal, Ailey. Like she does all this funny stuff. So this is what happened. So the yeah. guy is then interested in her conversation because she's got fuck all about the table. But also a wee bit weird that he is like bringing it up to the friend to try and create calming down. Maybe it does fancy her. Exactly. That's what I mean, but that's what I, why I think it is a whole, oh no, no, like I'll tell you everything so you don't need to get to know her, but actually he's intrigued. If you tell a friend a secret, you don't expect them to instantly tell their partner. No, never. Do you know what I mean? That's embarrassing. Imagine I said to you, like, I've got a really embarrassing um, situation, Ash, and you were like, okay. And then you turn around, Ellie's really embarrassed Fra, this morning. Quick, come here. <laughs> uh-huh. is, that, is that about your piles? Because I told Fra about that. <laughs> imagine that, though. Actually, imagine. I got Chris else. to pick the cream up for it anyway. <laughs> Not only that, it's a new partner. What happens if he then fucks off? And like, no, no. Is that every boyfriend's going to know about her piles? <laughs> like, it's not fair. It's not fair. I was out with my friends and ended up so drunk that I left and called myself a taxi. What do you call that again? Trapdoor. 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 In my drunk state, I decided a booty call was in order and ended up getting dropped off at a guy's house who I'd been casually seeing. Well done, you! (laughs) Take control of your life! After repeatedly knocking his door at 2am, calling him... (laughs) 
not look, it went not looking hell. good, bro. It went downhill really quickly. <laughs> After repeatedly knocking his door at 2am, calling him and trying to break in through his kitchen window, <laughs> I realised I was bursting for the toilet. Long story short, I ended up shitting in his plant pot. <laughs> Where is this going? There's so much left. Eventually, I got into his house. He laughed at the state of me and I fell asleep within minutes. Not my best night. In the morning, I woke up to the sound of him laughing in bed next to me, replaying the CCTV footage of me trying to break into the kitchen. It took me a minute for the whole night to flash back to me. I feel the sickness. Oh my God. Took me a minute for the whole night to flash back to me and then utter panic went through my body as I realised what he was about to see next. I've never been Something so embarrassed. Something ungodly. I cleaned the plant pot. It just ends on. I cleaned the plant pot, left and didn't hear from him again. She was, she literally climbed through that window with a shitty arse. Oh, no, I don't think she climbed through the window. Well, she climbed in his bed anyway. Oh, man. With a pooey bum. It could have just been one of the evil ones that's like a... a if not, if she's effort. been out drinking. <laughs> <laughs> if she was on the vodka oranges. Oh, that man. That is definitely not firm. It's really not loose, a good sign to show up. If it's a casual, casual boyfriend and you're you're like trying to break you know out of that house, it's, it's, it's never a bad it's never a good thing to show up to somebody's door also dying for a shit I know <laughs> and that's a before we get down to this I need to go jump the kids <laughs> off in the swimming pool BRB <laughs> oh no see these days you can't ever trust that you're not being filmed. How many things do you see online that are ring doorbells? Yes. And people don't realise. Even when people like leave somebody's house and go, oh, thank fuck, we're going, man. And then it's on their ring doorbell. Yeah. Oh, my God. Or why the fuck are they not answering the door? It's raining. Uh-huh. Or can we make this really, really quick? I'm dying to go already. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mortifying. I was in the hospital getting ready to give birth to my first child. My boyfriend was there with me, along with the doctor and the midwife. Things were tense, but we were trying to keep things light. As I was pushing, my partner suddenly blurted out, Whoa, didn't know your hemorrhoids were so bad. Oh. I was mortified. <laughs> I couldn't believe he'd said that out loud in front of everyone in the room. I know fucking read the room. She's like giving birth. How sure rude the is that? I've seen them already, but to be fair. Oh man, the doctor. She was well aware. Exactly. Yeah. The doctor and the midwife were trying to ignore the comment and continue with the delivery. But I was just so embarrassed that I couldn't focus on anything else. Thankfully, everything turned out okay in the end and we welcomed a healthy baby girl into the world. But I'll never forget the embarrassment of my partner's comment during the one of the most vulnerable moments of my life. Oh. As I've said before, girls, keep them up the top because yeah. it's like watching your favourite pub being burnt down. <laughs> oh, God. Did Fran not look down? He did eventually. Did he actually? Did yeah. he see? Oh. He wanted to. Did Andy not? Andy would have fainted. Andy, really? Did I never tell you is when I was literally sat on the edge of the bed getting the epidural, right? And I was like, please hurry up and do this. And I remember saying to them, please don't let me get another contraction. Just like do this now. Yeah. And Andy was standing next to me and the girl went, oh, I think you need to sit down. And they went, they both, they stopped what they were doing with me, right? Who was in like the worst pain of my life to go and get him like wet towels for his face. Go and get him a wet sure paper he, towel and uh-huh, everything will be to okay. To make sure he wouldn't faint. This happened to Fraser. Do I don't know this. Are you fucking joking me? This happened to Fraser as well. This actually happened to him. Trust I me, was, make it all about them. It was the, it was just when I was having the contractions, so it wasn't the pushing part. Mm-hmm. I was having contractions that were pretty full on at this point and I was like mooing in pain because that's what mooing I did mooing is awful moo, moo. <laughs> and uh, Fraser just can't cope like see even if I cut myself or whatever yeah. he actually is, I can't look at that he hates seeing me and the kids he gets this pure thing so do my, my two kids get it so see if he sees one of us in pain or like bleeding 
he actually feels like he's going to be sick. Like it actually makes him feel horrible. Like I can look at that. He's I can see squeamish. the kids. He's pure. He's like, but specifically if it's us, right? Uh-huh. And Ella and Charlie. Do you all love each other too much? See when I got that burning mark. I showed Ella and Charlie that I went, look, that's what happens if you burn yourself in the oven. And I swear to God, Ella nearly passed out. And Charlie started crying. Ah, she's like, look at this burn. Give me words of affirmation. <laughs> Tell me how much you <laughs> love me. I'm so brave. I didn't cry. Charlie was like, that's Ella. Well done. Great performance for mum the day. We're getting extra pocket money. But no, anyway, he did that right. And he was like a bit kind of woozy. And the, the nurse said to him, are you okay? I think you need to go and take five minutes, get a bit of fresh air. And he said they went into the bathroom, took a drink of water, splashed some water on his face and went, can't fucking grip yourself, Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> we pep talk. Then he came back in. I mean, and then I'm sorry. Fine. I just don't understand how it's how they're incapable of, they're doing fuck all. They're doing, f- exactly. I know, but I think, see, they see the tension. They can't even witness something difficult. So have you not, <laughs> exactly. Have you not seen this thing though, that they're actually scientifically trying to prove how emotions are transferable, right? So say when you walk. It'll be a man doing that. No, so uh, no. Of course no, it is. Right, so tell me this. Have we you found ever... out that actually it's just as bad for us <laughs> in labour. Oh, listen. Have we you never been about, have you? <laughs> Can I I love watching the ones where the guys get the simulators on and you see them writhing about in pain and yeah. you think, we don't do that. Also, I don't I just don't believe that it's ever going to be the exact same pain. Never. No, it's never because it's not inside their body, it's uh-huh. outside. It's Plus, external. And they don't have a uterus, That is so. the most basic of like cramps. Yeah. Because uh-huh. I That's don't know about not... you guys, but when Nora mine's went down my legs and with Willis, yes. they were all in my back. Yeah. So I'm like, just because they're in your that just because that's where the baby is doesn't mean that's actually where your Going pain down is. Your legs is yeah. oh, it's horrific. The pain was the worst. And the back. I pulled on my muscles. Mm-hmm. The back was horrendous. And also bear in mind it's like having those contractions, but the contractions are pressing against a bowling ball. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it's not the, the same. Pressure. Plus, the same. you know, the relief is actually your vagina tearing uh-huh. to allow it to exit. Says a lot, doesn't it? Oof, that's it horrendous. really does. The ring of fire, God, that will never be forgotten. No. But yeah, Fraser looked whenever Ella was coming out, and he went, "Oh my God, she's got loads of dark hair." Was that you? Like that? <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I was like, must be, must be her, cause I'm like a, a bald eagle. <laughs> Do you think anybody's ever been so like We just need to get through this bush to find the baby? The funny thing is the baby's actually delivered, we just can't get it through the bush. It's like the outback. Oh she's got loads of hair. Oh actually she's not. Turns out, turns out she's bald. It would be the wee look up. Sorry, you have lots of hair. Oh man. It's just the fact that you think they're only looking at no. your front bum. Not my story, but an embarrassing sex story, kind of, for my friend or guy in the situation. So after a night out, a few of us went back to her house and her and this guy went upstairs to do the deed. It got down to it and she told him it was too small and to stick it in her bum instead. (laughs) Savage! He's best friends with my partner and I just can't look at him now. I can't look at him the same without thinking of her saying that. She told him his penis was too small for her to feel it, so to stick it in her arse. Mm -hmm. What is the follow-up no, <laughs> to this? But listen, it's actually unfair. <laughs> to say he's got a tiny booby. It's not fair. It's my dick's like a disability man. <laughs> <laughs> it literally is. I, could you imagine somebody saying to you, actually, this isn't working because you're far too loose? Uh, oh, exactly. Like baggy. <laughs> she, she is overly confident. She <laughs> is, by the see, way. See, if I was a man, a wee willy, I would definitely try and get some sort of penis extender. Yeah, that thing that you might put on and like suction it. Is that from, is that from Austin Powers? I, I feel like it's not a real thing. thing. I think that's for Sheehan. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> By the way, what the hell was that thing that you sent us a photo of? I don't know, but Lauren liked that apparently. <laughs> it's basically 
a butt plug with a tail on it. It's a wee ferret, by the way. So he said like swear. It was specific, it was specifically a raccoon. This is yeah. this is the whole identifying raccoon porn. Identifying as a furry. Have you not tell me you've not heard of this? What? The fact that now some teenagers are identifying as furries. Oh fuck yes. Yeah, we spoke about this. We Remember did, we there's did some speak about this. schools in America, apparently, that have put litter trees in their toilets. For kids that identify as furries. I'm sorry, that used to happen in schools anyway. People would take shits in random places, but now we're just making it acceptable. Aha, uh-huh. absolutely mental. Who's cleaning the tree out? Oh God knows, that'll be... Fucking furry McGee over there. <laughs> Clean your own shit up. That's disgusting. But surely if you identify as a furry, you shouldn't even be in school. Exactly. Right, what is this one going to be? Because it's got like a wee dialogue in the middle. Okay, so... What do you mean a wee dialogue? Well, we'll see. So, I was sitting in an exam, and with it being that time of the month, I put a couple of tampons in my pocket before the exam, so that if I needed to go to the toilet, I could change it. About three hours into the exams, I asked to go to the loo, but when I got up and headed out, the guy who was watching us was convinced I was cheating. What do you have in your pocket? All right, so this is the dialogue. Right. What do you have in your pocket? Oh, it's a tampon. Are you sure? It doesn't look like it could be a tampon. Yes, I'm 100% sure. Can you show me it? I think it would help you cheat. He then proceeds to inspect the tampon wrapper in front of the whole class before letting me use the toilet. The whole time I was hoping the ground would swallow me up. Why did nobody else step in there? Yeah, that's like Why why is there not a female teacher or something like that stepping in? This happened to me on Monday. Right, so this is actually recent. No, I would get a complaint in. I'm surprised. So is this a Gen Z girl? I don't know. It's quite... I feel like usually it would be more ballsy. Like, stop. Also, can I just say... You're violating my privacy. Yes. Can I just say, see if there is anything that could help you cheat uh-huh. at that point it's just a memory test anyway yeah exactly see see anything that you can have it written down in notes or in like something you can have in your pocket it would just be something you can't remember anyway so surely at that point if you're sensible enough to know the right answer but just can't remember all the detail yeah what the fuck is the difference anyway yeah like in a test in a test scenario what is the difference I don't get that it's different if it's like a question that's been asked to you that you could have no prior um like exa- you could you couldn't prior study for that like so if it's if it's a what would you do in this scenario uh-huh. in your opinion that is all based on your personal judgment right which is something you should be assessed on anything you can have written down if it's like english or whatever or like a quote nowadays we would just google it anyway exactly so what the fuck is it's the not it's you not know, built for like the way things are now see the sooner they do away Stupid. with exams like that the better yeah. because like me I know for a fact the minute they sit me in a room and say you're doing an exam I will fail I sat English three times guys it's different with <laughs> things like but I was I was predicted for all my coursework throughout the year I was predicted for an A and then see the minute I go into an exam I, I cannot do it I cannot cope with sitting by myself there being no noise and the that pressure. pressure of like you must remember this especially it when work especially people. when in real life you'll never ever lack resources exactly like it's it's pure built it's in a way skills. it's pure built in a way that it's like you wouldn't even practice it like that in normal life anyway so what you test me for my memory uh-huh like it's not a memory test that's what it's i used so to do. stupid i remember that was my study and was literally like rewriting paragraphs Same. so that you could try and remember what about us on tiktok 27 thousand which is dollars. up that is up like a thousand from this morning I it's know, pure it jump i've been on this morning it said 1600 new followers <sighs> it's so funny though right so the, the recent one we put on was we were talking about the dilemma or it was a rant actually of the woman who said that she bought a present for her friend's baby yeah and then that friend was then caught in the act returning it because uh-huh. she's a 
Beige mum. Beige right? mum. Sad right. beige mum is the term. The TikTok Did you term. feel personally attacked by that? Not really, because to be honest, I don't necessarily only dress my kids in beige. Well, you really don't. I don't all the time, but when they were younger, I would always go and put Ella in things like baby pink, creams, all the kind of girly Neut- colours. It's just a neutral palette. You're just, neutral just palette. not, no offence, you're just not a Jules mum. I don't think mom. any of us are. I just don't like to have print on print on print on print. I yeah. still do that's the print dresses. I just, I think I've got a decent sense of style with the kids. I feel like a beige mum is very different. It's literally just beige, right? Or beige or grey, no patterns or anything like that, right? But even then, like we said last week, it's just a preference. Right, the chat is, people then saying it's an attack on beige mums, right? Babies aren't an aesthetic, right? I get that. But, and it's so funny how, it's so funny how people are now arguing this is why this. I love TikTok. It's, it's hilarious. Some of my favourite ones, like, let me get one of my favourite comments because they're fucking hilarious. The babies yeah. have to match the houses because they're all trying to be Mrs. Hinch. Why is Mrs. Hinch been brought into this? Why is that? It's a full on um, attack on everything at this point. Somebody actually did write, it's a posher version of Live, Laugh, Love. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Live, Laugh, Love. I don't fucking think so. <laughs> hilarious. Also, this is actually a very good way to put this Beige is the new crushed velvet. What? But these are ama- they're amazing. Yeah, but that thing, that's because they're saying that every house is now going neutral and like, that's what they're saying because everyone went crushed velvet at one point and stuff. And saying it's like a trend. That, yeah. It's hilarious. I actually love the The comments are unreal. Also, does this really matter? No, it actually doesn't, but it's fucking amazing, uh-huh. right? Also, one of my favourite ones here are, which is actually a good point. Someone says it's because the babies need to match the houses, right? And then someone else wrote back saying, and they didn't used to match in the 80s, 90s and noughties, etc. Look back in fashion. And it's true. Yeah. All it really is, is people finding a reason to judge other people. It's so funny because people are then going... Babies like, aren't accessories. I put, a, I put a thing on saying, beige mums unite, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then someone wrote on saying, colourful mums unite, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then people are just going, beige mums are better colourful mums are better I'm like why is somebody's this wrote of, which of side both. is the best <laughs> somebody's wrote bit of both mums unite <laughs> what it's fucking amazing honestly it's such a laugh TikTok also do comments. you know the other thing that really annoys me right is when people say babies need colour children need colour a newborn baby does not give a fuck what it's wearing it doesn't it's unaware of what it's wearing so it, it doesn't fucking matter it's literally just for your preference at that point also can I just say, see if a baby came and was past me in Technicolor dream coat, I'd be going, oh my God. Uh-huh. It feels pure out of sync from like the angelic. Exactly. Sort of like whatever encompasses like a new fresh baby. I wouldn't fling it on with like a neon pink tutu. No, but do you know what? See if you like this podcast, go and follow us because it's a whole other entertainment section in the comments. Like there's 240 comments on that and they're all interesting. If you're looking for a good argument, go on our TikTok uh-huh. comments. That's very good. You'll be there all day. If you have enjoyed this chat, then we're going to keep chatting and moving on to episode two, which is confession sessions. If you want to listen, then you can go into the description box, click the link and it will unlock another episode for you. And we'll see you over there. Bye. Bye.